everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part episode on ethical culture. This five-part podcast is sponsored by Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on managers ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 700 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit our podcast series sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Over this five-part podcast series, we will look at what is an ethical culture and why does it matter, what are some of the factors that influence the culture of an organization, what is the role of the chief compliance officer in strengthening the ethical culture of an organization, how a company can assess its culture, and finally, reviews of ethical culture as part of an organizational ethics and compliance assessment. I'm joined by Vincent DeCiani, the founder and CEO of Affiliated Monitors, and Eric Feldman, the Senior Vice President at Affiliated Monitors. I know you will enjoy this five-part series and you will get quite a lot out of it. This is Tom Fox. This special five-part series on ethical culture is a special series of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'm back for episode three of our five-part exploration of ethical cultures in an organization. Today, I have back with me Eric Feldman, and we're going to take a look at the role of the chief compliance officer, the role of the corporate compliance function, and the role of the individual compliance practitioner in strengthening an ethical culture of an organization. Eric, uh, welcome back, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thanks for having me, Tom. Eric, there are uh, multiple levels when every corporate compliance function within an organization, and there are multiple roles of those in the corporate compliance function and outside the corporate compliance function. But today, I'd really like to focus on sort of the corporate compliance function and those persons who work in it, whether they be the CCO, a CECO, or a compliance practitioner. So how do you see the role of the compliance function itself in strengthening an ethical culture of an organization? Okay, great question, Tom. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, when we go into organizations and try to assess ethical culture, uh, one of the initial questions uh, that we would ask of senior leadership is very simple. Who is responsible for the culture of this organization? And you have leaders sitting around a table, uh, C-suite leaders, and you ask that question. And typically, you have people pointing fingers at one another. Uh, someone may say it's the role of HR because human resources has to do with people. So isn't that culture? And it's kind of social science related. Uh, some may say it's the general counsel because uh, he or she is responsible for compliance. And that's kind of related to culture and the way people behave. Some would say it's the CEO's responsibility as the leader of the company. Um, no one really knows 
who is responsible for the culture. Clearly, and I think we know intuitively that everyone is responsible for culture, but someone has to look at the various operations of a company through that prism of whether or not it's consistent with our core values as a company and does it contribute to strengthening or weakening our culture. And that individual is typically the compliance and ethics officer within the company. Um, That individual needs to be able to coordinate the various inputs and support mechanisms that guide employee behavior. Uh, Because ultimately, the corporate ethics and compliance officer is responsible for anything relating to the code of conduct and employees' compliance with that code. So we like to see the ethics and compliance officer as the face of the ethics program for the company, kind of the spokesperson for the company that helps to drive behavior. Uh, It's important that that individual serves in in a very proactive role, separate and apart from kind of the hammer, the investigative piece of what the ethics and compliance officer does, because you want to be proactive. Uh, The ethics officer wants to feel that when he or she goes into the business unit, that they're viewed as being helpful, as eliminating barriers to success rather than being just another impediment to success. So that ethics officer can coordinate all of the activities relating to building culture in the company. I'll give you a couple of examples. Hiring and recruiting um, are typically an HR function, the nuts and bolts, the execution, transactional pieces of that belong to human resources. But that doesn't mean that ethics and compliance doesn't have a role. The role there is is multiple, there are multiple layers involved with that. One would be making sure we recruit the right people, people that have an attitude and core values that are consistent with our own and to make sure that they understand the organization's position with regard to fraud and other misconduct. So that's the first piece is who we bring in. Then once you bring them in, there's the aspect of onboarding and training. And certainly HR has a leadership role in that. But onboarding training without the ethics and compliance function taking a lead role in making sure that new employees understand their responsibilities as outlined in the code, that that is a serious lapse. And you'd be surprised how many companies don't do that effectively from day one. Let the employee know what the expectation is with regard to ethical behavior. Eric, if I could ask you to change the focus a bit, you've talked about uh, a CCO, a corporate compliance function, or even an individual compliance practitioner working with those at a similar level or those perhaps down the chain. But now I'd like to ask you to maybe turn uh, the other direction and what's the CCO's role in working with the board of directors to help um, strengthen an ethical culture of an organization? Well, you know, as we know, um, 
one of the best practices of an ethics and compliance officer is to have open, unfettered access to the board or a committee of the board um, to provide information to that board regarding the compliance and ethics posture of the company and the culture. Um, it really is up to the ethics and compliance officer to understand and have his or her finger on what the culture is, where the challenges are, and what needs to be done in order to continually strengthen that culture. But without the leadership and the support of the board of directors, um, that task is much, much harder. So the role of the board really is to provide leadership. The role of the ethics and compliance officer is to ensure that the board is currently informed about the ground truth of the ethical culture and decision-making of the company. Um, one of the key areas there has to do with warning signs. What are the warning signs of an unethical culture? And it really is up to the compliance professional in the organization to have a good understanding of what is going on in the company and communicate the warning signs up to the CEO and the board. Things like disrespectful attitudes, uh, maybe favoritism or nepotism in promotions or bonuses, low employee morale, maybe lack of teamwork, um, a large number of anonymous whistleblower complaints uh, that could reflect a an unwillingness or a fear of speaking up. Uh, employees who report that they're uncomfortable talking to their supervisors, that they're afraid of retaliation. These are the kinds of things that the ethics and compliance officer needs to be on top of and to communicate both the condition and recommended solutions to both the CEO and the board. So, Eric, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I've been visiting today with Eric Feldman, and we've been considering the role of the chief compliance officer, a corporate compliance function, and an individual compliance practitioner in strengthening an ethical culture of an organization. Eric, as always, thank you, and I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode in my five-part exploration of ethical culture with Vin DeCiani and Eric Feldman from Affiliated Monitors, who is the sponsor of this series. I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. This special five-part series on ethical culture is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.